0: Up and overcast. Yes. Up and Overcast, episode 15, wherein two geeks of a certain age circle around each other, snapping their fingers like an amateur production of West Side Story. Reppin' for the Jets, I'm Scott Horn.
1: Shark Boy over there is William Cooper. Hello, Shark Boy. Hello there. I'm uh, floundering around with a bit of a haddock, feeling kind of crappy, but I don't mean to carp about it at all, just trying to skate along. I'll. Minimize it by saying, "I definitely don't need to go see a sturgeon." <laughs> even for the halibut, <laughs> even for the halibut, kind of went a different way with the shark. <laughs> I have never seen the play. I think it's about sharks and jets, actually. Right? Yeah, like sharks yeah. in the water and jets in the air.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's sharks versus jets. Yeah, I wouldn't think they'd kind of meet up in normal life. Yeah, it too seems often. Seems a little like a out of balance contest, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I pick the uh, winners of football games too. You know, mm-hmm. I look at who's playing. If you know the, if anyone called the Bears are playing, I'm like, well, the Bears are going to take down. And they're Bears. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bears and the Patriots. Come what about
0: on. the Bears and the
1: Rams? That's, that's tough. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, once we get to that level, it gets a little harder. Mm. You how know, about those but, Dolphins? <laughs> I know, right? Except they have the water. I mean it's you know and the browns. The what water. are the what are browns? Is I don't even like, want to figure out what yeah. browns are. I don't know. Best not to go there. <laughs> so uh let's let's start with some follow up. Uh you got anything yes, for us? Well I have a few things. Um one of the first follow ups, you know, we talked last week about um our Twitter, we kind of got schooled a bit on Twitter for using an outdated term manned spaceflight instead of i guess piloted was the uh suggested alternative suggested to, for use yeah, next time i believe yeah. yeah and um i don't know if you really looked at uh at this the bot that did this i did not but <laughs> there's an account and and the de- the description of the account is i give friendly reminders about using more inclusive terms for crude air and spacecraft. (laughs) (laughs) So it is narrow. That is funny. Extremely narrow. (laughs) Like, why would you, what would, I really want to know who set this up and what was behind this? Like,
0: well, they've got to have 27 of them then for different categories. I mean, did they think one bot couldn't keep up?
1: i don't know i don't know all all their tweets are about this they just uh <laughs> called someone a manned, um human space flight but it's like what is this world coming to that there's something that exists just for that well this is the age of correction <laughs> yeah i guess it is i guess it is but i just wanted to i want to share that i followed that uh down the rabbit hole a bit and, and found some uh Really but you haven't located head. who yet. I mean, got, I have it. Got no some more work cut out for you. Yeah, maybe I should keep, uh, keep digging and, into this Jay story. Jay and Silent
0: Bob, you're going to find the 14-year-old <laughs> behind that that rude comment you got on the interwebs. That's that's
1: right. That's exactly right. <laughs> I'm just upset because they gave the. You know, I thought we got attention, and they they're giving that amount <laughs> of attention to everybody. Oh, <laughs> well, someone read our tweet. No, they just. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Scanned it. Fine. Well, I guess anybody who follows
1: that bot might have seen our tweet. That's I'm sure a lot of people do. It's a real it's, bump it's, for us. <laughs> it is it's gotta be a fascinating bot to follow. Yeah, yeah man's man to test flight man, the 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 man bot? <laughs> Why are they? Yeah, they posted today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're <Yeah>. on fire. <laughs> yeah yes yes oh
0: speaking of fire i got some fire on my arm here on the inside of my arm oh no um i got poisoned something from that burn pile i don't know what it is but um you see it's a bat it's a war it's fighting back
1: against na- you yeah man against nature definitely yeah um piloted against nature <laughs> 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 <Bon>. <laughs> um
0: I stand uncorrected. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> full of bumps, uh, these little red bumps all over my arm, and it's really oh, itchy man. and red. Um, over the years that I've been out here, I've gotten immune to poison ivy pretty much. So I guess this could be a really bad poison ivy or something that I'm just having a relatively mild reaction to, but it's a
1: little itchy. <laughs> That's too bad. Maybe it's poison oak or something. I don't know the difference. Could be. But... Could be. Oh, that can bad. be really bad. Uh, yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. But,
0: uh... I've known people have had to take uh, topical steroids and stuff to deal with that. So.
1: Oh, interesting. Interesting. You know, I was stung by, I think I told you this, but I was, for the first time in my adult life, uh, stung by nettles in a forest. Oh, I mean, right. Yes. I didn't know. And I was, I was betrayed. I was walking along and Joe, my lovely wife, was saying, oh, be careful, there are nettles there. And I'm like, oh, nettles? What's, like the tea? <laughs> I bumped up against it my whole hand and I, was, I just jumped back and I was like, what just happened to me? I was so upset at the woods. Right, you thought they and, were your friend. Yeah, and she's like, you've never, and all the times you played in the woods in Ohio, you've never, I'm like, no, I've never, never run into these before in my life. So Mm-mm. plans are out to get us. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, we're, we're segue boys tonight, but speaking of, um, childhood and babies, I wanted to give a, uh, welcome to a new listener. Uh, she's just a few days old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> her name is, uh, Audrey Annette Carpenter, and she was born this weekend to Audrey. That's a sweet name. Yeah, yeah. She's a she's a doll. So she was born to our friends. And um, part of the thing that happens now, um, I suppose, these days when you give birth, I don't know, this might have been going on for a while. It's a thing called a a meal. Long
0: time since I've given birth.
1: So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) it's a thing called a meal train. Have you heard of a meal train? I'm sure they did not have meal trains when you guys were raising your children. Um, but it's, it's basically, it's a site and you sign up all of your friends sign up and you bring dinner one night for about a month and a half. It's so like, the, it's
0: like a web ring for birth.
1: It It is exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and then the you know the new parents just get food and brought to them, mm-hmm. dinner, so they don't have to nothing worry about nothing better it. than that. Yeah, there isn't anything, and I, I, I want to figure out without having children how I can get on a meal train. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm working on this, and I it can't be when I'm too old. and it's well, you just know, wheels it, on wheels. Any so. time
0: a family has an invalid, right? So you
1: could return to
0: some infant state,
1: perhaps, and yeah that's that's just and like when Jill I get could older put out the call yeah I was hoping to maybe when we when we get a puppy we could get a meal train, but no one I floated the idea, no one really seems to buy into that so but it's great, I mean, like holy crap, just people show up and they cook you food and they give you meals, and it's like wow, what a deal so mm-hmm. uh we brought some food over to those guys, and uh, she's uh she's a real cutie, so um looking forward to getting to know her as she gets uh moves on in this old world of hers and ours. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. Um, Also, uh, kind of a lot of stuff top of the show. I wanted to, um, you know, we kind of made fun of husbands and wives and more that husbands are wrong and, and all the time are labeled as wrong. Um, My goodly wife, I want to give her two bits of credit the first is that we, uh, last year, we were supposed to go on a trip to Montana. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happened on this trip to Montana is we, uh, Montana started to burn down. Um, so we couldn't go. In self-defense. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, so laughs> area we were coming, it just started to burn to the ground. In hopes that it would keep us away. And, and it did. Um, so we had to cancel a lot of our plans and make different plans. And we ended up uh, losing a lot of money, and the Amtrak, uh, we were going to take a train out there, and um, they said, well, we can't give you money back, but we can give you your credit. It's good for a year. And I thought, well, that's just, we're not going to Montana on a train for no reason at all. And uh, my wife has been bugging me since the beginning of the year. We really should take this train trip. I'm like, ah, it's, what's the point? <laughs> that money's gone. And Finally, she just. Finally, I just. I I heard her, and my my ears perked up, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, we have a free, free train trip." And uh, so we made a couple phone calls and uh, a couple of um, emails, and um, next thing you know, we're gonna go to Montana over Memorial Day weekend. So okay. I owe this all to her because I had, I've had been like, "Well, that's money down the crap hole." <laughs> She's like, "It's not." We can use it. Nah. You remind me a bit of my father. (laughs) Has a tendency to
0: want to get a raw deal. (laughs) So he can feel morally superior.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And maybe that's part of it. Like, oh, well, you know, trains today.
0: (laughs) He never left the house to go, quote, unquote, look at new
1: cars without bringing home some horrible clunker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, and my and Joe was just like you know it's 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 a few hundred dollars we we could we don't have to throw it in the trash right might as well. Well, I'm I'm
0: really glad she pushed that, and that's great. That's uh
1: that's uh the couple situation working as it should. It is, and to that end, the quick, very quick Nico Atsumi update. Uh, she is. Mm, six rare cats away from having all the cats. I am one rare cat away from having all the cats. She spent a dollar. I have spent 20.
0: <laughs> well, you're a $21 family, and I think the developers oh, thank you. my
1: gosh. So she showed me how far along she'd gotten. I'm like, oh, my God, just worth $1. It's like, yeah, she's so happy, like, mm-hmm, oh, I got a new cat today. Okay, mm-hmm. but let's count up the uh, cumulative hours. <laughs> yeah. You've got
0: I think you've got your 20 bucks worth. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't Certainly know. Certainly just... combined, you got $21 worth.
1: Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> combined, right. Okay, that's right. right. I did this for us. Mhm. Mhm. Took one for the team. Yeah, because I mean, you know, a dollar's worth of enjoyment? Come on. We mm-hmm. got more than that. Mhm. Oh, good. I've supported uh developers and took one for the team good i feel better there you go morally superior (laughs) yeah indeed um the only other thing i have is is a bit of a long story um that i will try to condense but uh last night i was i've been live texting you today updates um yeah from from the edge of disaster from the edge of disaster (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh last night uh, as i was watching my happy tv at the end of the long day i clicked on a button to uh update my os on my mac because you know it had just been released I'm like ah, yeah i'll do that before i go to bed and it restarted and i had no applications nothing would run nothing would move <laughs> uh file system completely out of whack um it would show that I didn't have any files, and if I looked at it in a different, you know, machine, it would show me I had files. And so, long story short, I've made five. I've been on the phone call five times. I'm on the phone call and on the phone five times to Apple support today, working through various issues. And it's just there are a couple of things that are astounding to me. First, I was not given the option of going to a Genius Bar. Apple, I don't know what's going on. Did something change? Because the Apple or the Genius Bar was, as you go through their sort of, how can we best help you? It is the last choice possible. You mean when you call them? When I went through their website. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that does sound like a change. They used to push that pretty hard. Right. The first, the, the top is phone call. hmm And then... Genius Bar is way toward the end, and when I clicked done, I'm like, no, I really want to go to the Genius Bar. I want to talk to someone. I couldn't get an appointment in any, all of Seattle or all of Tacoma, no appointments available. For like available. two weeks or something. Yeah, it just it just would say no appointments. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that must be why the phone's on the top, because they're just overwhelmed. Maybe it's different in different areas. Yeah, maybe. Um, around here, we have two stores right in central Ohio, and... You usually can't get in the same day, but a couple days out, you can generally get one.
1: Yeah, I just I got I had no options. It was the mm-hmm. weirdest thing. So, and they were great. I mean, they were they were helpful, but
0: I talked about it on
1: eventually, <laughs> right? And that's the thing. I, and I've talked about it on to you before. And when you're stuck with level one support, and you are of a technological mind. <laughs> it gets really, really tiring mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's like, okay, now what I need you to do is hold down your power button for, I know I know how to do this. <laughs> okay. Just hold it down for five. I know. I just hold it down for five. Okay. Okay. Five seconds. Did it go off? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And they'll just run you through the same things. You know, I've already, I've already done all the advanced stuff. I've done the, the PRAM and I've You know, run disk repair and everything. And they're like, okay, well, I would like you to open uh, the... And they kept saying, I'd like you to open the App Store. I I can't. You can't? (laughs) No, I can't open any applications. Oh, yeah. Shuffle through paper. (laughs) The script isn't working for that. (laughs) Yeah, shuffle, shuffle. Okay, can you go to apple.com? No, I can't run anything. Oh, shuffle, 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 shuffle. (laughs) And the, the first two level ones were like that. It's like, I'm getting... I'm getting nowhere. I can't wait till I'm bumped up. So uh I was finally bumped up to level two. And then eventually throughout the day, I was bumped up to engineering. <laughs> I don't know where I'm gonna go after this. Tim Cook probably. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um but things are things are back. Uh a few lingering problems, but uh it was an entire day of just talking to these guys and being led through this whole... I don't think you mentioned what uh, kicked off your problem. Uh, the update. Oh. Yeah. Just clicked on the OS update, 1110.11.4. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's an update. Click, and then screws everything up. And then you talk, and it's like <laughs> the first person. She's. I said, so what do you think's going on? And she said, well, there was probably just... Uh, a little hiccup or something in the download. tra <laughs> I'm like, but it's, my entire machine is unusable. I've lost, if I didn't have a backup, I would have lost everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Sometimes there's just little, you know, little bugs. <laughs> like, you're not giving me a satisfactory answer. No, that's, I, it definitely sounds
0: like, you know, level yeah.
1: one for a very generic audience. Yeah. Very generic. So, uh, but anyway, that's that's been the whole day. I've been rushing from the minute I got up until just before we started this podcast and finally got everything installed so we could bring this amazing bit of podcasting entertainment to you. Okay.
0: Well, I've neglected to throw this up at the beginning of this rant, but I'd mm. like to remind
1: people that we understand that
0: this is not a tech podcast.
1: Yeah, I know. Well and yeah, and we'll we'll stop this topic. I just, yeah. I just it's it just was so. I wanted somebody on the phone to be like, "Oh, that sounds like a bug," and like there was no. Let's get you right to engineering. Yeah, let's get your. This is a this is amazing. Uh, you know, blah blah blah. Um, but instead they're like, "Oh, I don't know what's going on. Let's let's type this," and then they took control of my screen, which was kind of kind of wild. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever had that happen. That was kind of weird. Um. Which was basically just, you know, it was just this little arrow.
0: They probably just wanted evidence you weren't lying about your apps not
1: launching. <laughs> well, the funny thing was, in the middle of this, and I'm talking to this faceless guy, and um, he says, uh, why don't you, um, is FaceTime working? I said, oh, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't tried that. So I start up FaceTime, and it's not working. And then I realized, oh, he's watching me. Because my FaceTime's on the screen. There I am. He can see my screen. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's a good thing I'm dressed. <laughs> For once. Like, yeah. <laughs> Big belly with some chips. I'm sure oh. they've seen worse, William. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Uh,
0: yeah, we've I, done I this think, one to death.
1: I think the summation for me right now is that I'm I'm unhappy with Apple, and I I don't want to face the fact that I am. So. Yeah, the the fact is, we're still
0: sick and tired of tech.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Why don't we move on to our topic for this week? Let's do that. The word of the week. Yes, another word of the week. Hmm. Uh, you want to tell us what this week's word is, William? I do.
1: The word of this week is dreams. Mm. And that can be a little uh I know talking about dreams can be a little clichéd, but uh you know, we're going to do our best to, to bring a fresh fresh take on this. Um I'm having the last couple of weeks a series of strange dreams and this is something that happens to me every once in a while when I end up doing um a lot of coding of the same type of thing. I've been doing a lot of front-end coding, and that is HTML web page layouts. So mm, if you can mm-hmm. you can imagine, that's like I got to move this over here, and I have to code this so that this slots in here, and this is a row of this, and this is this is next to this, and this goes in here. So when I do this for a long time, I start having dreams, and and <laughs> all of my dreams, I'm rearranging everything in the dream. Like cereal boxes in your pantry? Yeah, or people. Like people will show up and I'll put them next to each other and I'll like (laughs) move their arms so that they slot in and uh, sometimes I'll like rearrange my own feet. (laughs) It's just, I'm just constantly, everything that happens, it's not even like I'm having a dream where I'm having to stack cans. It's like a normal dream, but I'm walking through it like, nope, put that over here. (laughs) Nope, unicorn, unicorn. Over here in the corner, now that does match up there. Maybe if I change the background color of this, <laughs> and I'll just dream like that all night. Yeah, that sounds like
0: um like work intruding on your dreams for sure. Yeah,
1: it it really is, and it's just uh, it it's it's tiring because <laughs> right. You wake up having worked all night. I know mentally. I know. Yeah, um, but I have some really awesomely arranged dreams now. Yeah. They're responsive and everything. They're incredible, <laughs> these dreams. <laughs> uh and the other dream thing I'm having is is yet another thing that happens to me occasionally. I am playing a video game right now that is called Far Cry Primal. Hmm. And uh the it's it's the latest in the, the series of video games by the Far Cry franchise, but you ever seen the movie Beastmaster in the 1980s, I think. Uh it's about a I think a prehistoric human who um basically could, could talk to animals and and they became his friends and I think he had a tiger and a weasel or something and he could t- tell the weasel go here and it would sneak in and the tiger would attack people and it's it's based loosely on that. Uh but So you have different animals that you end up taming and they do your bidding and you're a prehistoric person. Oh, that Being sounds a, pre-
0: a lot different from other things in the Far Cry series. I'm...
1: Yes, yes. Very, very different. Okay. Um, and it is a blast. But a lot of the time you are walking through the woods. And before I, I became sort of powerful in the game, you start up the game, you're walking through the woods and you're alone. And you just you hear like a jaguar. And you know, I'm dead. That's it. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, because, and you hear a tiger, and you're like, if that tiger comes for me, I might have one hit at this tiger, and then that is it. And it just freaks you out so much <laughs> that I started to have dreams where I would just be walking along and I would be doing my my uh, reorganizing of all my dreams, and then I'd hear a jaguar behind me. <laughs> and, I feel, and i just start running. <laughs> assuming you're about to die assuming i'm about to die this is this is uh anxiety causing <laughs> yeah it really is so i'm just running a running away from big cats most of the night and uh pausing to rearrange things uh when i have a moment to to spare um that's been my my dream life what lately. what if anything do you do to uh
0: try to combat this do you have strategies for um Getting deeper sleep, or s- somehow uh, skipping that when it's happening, or any of that.
1: I have found I haven't found any way to do that. No, I mean I I used to try to do um, take tea. I used to to have a little little bit of booze, juice at night, anything like that to kind of throw me into a deeper place. But no, it's just it's all just sort of there. Um, just Are you a lot one of those
0: people that Nyquil really throws you for a loop. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd wake up. Yeah, one of my daughters um, won't take it anymore. I mean, she hasn't had it in six years because even children's NyQuil was, um, she woke up the first night after having that. She said, "Mm,
1: bad dreams. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. NyQuil is, yeah. NyQuil is like some shamanic drug that. Yeah, it's like peyote or something. It really is. Yeah, I can't I cannot take that stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's what what I've been going on. And, you, know, you know, the thing about cats is that I, whenever I'm being attacked by something in dreams, it's a big cat. So this uh, this game is not helping. No, I've always had that. I've always, whenever it's been something coming after me, it's been some kind of large cat hunting me. So, um, that's kind of where I've uh. Where I've been with my my dreams um mm-hmm. so i'm I'm interested in and dreams are kind of strange too the one of the things that happens with me with repeated dreams is that I will often dream of one or two or three uh locations I keep going back to them. I've never been there before in my life,
0: mm-hmm. and it
1: fascinates me like how your brain is constructing
0: constructing it absolutely. And that's where you get these ideas that where we must not be using much of our enough of our brains when we're awake. If if these if there's enough bandwidth for world building while we sleep,
1: (laughs) right, at a at a pretty high fidelity sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and and remembering it's it's like I go to the same places, and I'll even wake up and think, oh, I went to that. You know, there's one place up somewhere north where there are walruses. And it's like, what is? Where is that coming from? And it's so vivid. And every time you're there, it's more and more vivid. And it's it's uh, it's astounding to me because I can't. Mm-hmm. There are, you know, obviously the stress dreams, and there are dreams that you can wake up and go, "Oh, wow, I knew what that was all about." But then there are these dreams when you're just like walking through a field somewhere, and you're like, "What's that? <laughs> you know, what's that mean? Where am where am I? What am I doing? I'm just sort of." hanging out you know yeah i think
0: them you know we we assume dreams are some kind of you know brain processing system they're part of our software for uh our brain to to process memory and stuff like that and uh our brains are weirder than we can understand apparently
1: yeah i guess i guess they are um i just keep wondering if one day i'm going to go to any of these places because they're really cool Mm -hmm. i really like i really like them a lot um and i'm fascinated by the idea that
0: um a lot of our pets you know our mammals that we see they appear to dream yes oh yeah Yeah. cats and dogs so this is not limited to having a
1: giant brain yeah and I've heard I've heard people say that cats and dogs don't dream, and I call BS on that because I've
0: no uh, I've watched my,
1: my dog I know chasing things in a dream. It's yeah, just, and I've watched my cats dream too. There's mm-hmm. definitely stuff going on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I wonder what they dream about. Yeah, don't know. Probably being chased by humans. Right. That's, I wonder
0: if they're stress dreams as well. They wake up all tired, and so that's why they sleep all day.
1: Yeah, maybe. What's a cat got to be stressed out about, though?
0: <laughs> well, around here, <laughs> yeah, I guess coyotes.
1: I dreamt I didn't have enough food in my
0: plate. Oh, it wasn't exactly the flavor I wanted that hour.
1: <laughs> you have uh, you have coyotes there that you hear?
0: Yeah, we hear them. Um, I don't think we've seen them. My sister, who lives in a much more suburb area than I do says they have coyotes in the woods near their houses and their houses are pretty close together. And so, um, they find that rather alarming that within a quarter mm-hmm. mile of them,
1: coyotes apparently living. I w I watched a, um, I believe it was a nature special on PBS about urban coyotes. And the takeaway was, uh, they are everywhere. So, <laughs> Uh, I, I've seen one here. I just saw one not that long ago, actually in, in Seattle, uh, at night. Um, but there, are, there are huge populations of coyotes in Chicago in their the urban area. Hmm. It's, it's, they're just really, really good at being, uh, being hidden, but, uh.
0: Right. Apparently, cause we hear them all the time, but I have yeah. to see one been a, out here for many, many years and, hmm
1: so what kind of what kind of weird uh weird dreams do you have well they're all about coyotes <laughs> okay <laughs> are you being are you the roadrunner? is this? Uh, uh yeah kind of yeah uh
0: my dreams anymore in the past couple of decades seem to largely be forgotten every once in a while I'll go through a spate where I'll Remember my dreams when I wake up and it, and that's usually great. I like that when I remember them when I wake up normally in the morning, but um generally, my dreams that I remember are ones that wake me during the night, and they're generally less than less than pleasant wow. um When I go to sleep, I usually put a podcast, put an earbud in my ear, and I listen to a podcast that puts me out of sleep in about five minutes. Um, which is why we podcast, let's be honest. yeah, People. Right. Some so right now we're, we're, we're talking into the ear holes of sleeping people all over the oh, place. Oh yeah.
1: They fell asleep 10 minutes ago <laughs> <10. so. laughs>
0: <laughs> Um, and the dreams I have sometimes involve scenes from what I'm listening to. If I'm listening to John Roderick, for example, my dreams frequently are about being homeless in Europe on purpose that's something he liked to do in his younger years. Uh-huh. Oh, rarely remember them though. But um the ones that wake me up or more precisely I wake myself up to stop them generally involve being out somewhere with children. Not not necessarily my own children, but often they are and everything's fine but we suddenly come across a situation where suddenly things go from fun to dangerous hmm. and to avoid witnessing harm i shake myself awake
1: oh, <laughs> i've wow. really
0: developed this subconscious thing where i aggress- i aggressively as soon as it it's heading down i can just sense that the dream's going down a path towards a crisis a physical crisis where you know somebody needs rescued or somebody's going to get injured my head starts shaking side to side really rapidly and it wakes me up and my subconscious seems trained to do this now.
1: How fascinating.
0: Yeah. So unfortunately those are the only ones I remember because, um, so that's the ones you wake because up because yeah. they my, some sub sub process in my brain is subroutine is, uh, forcing myself awake just to avoid experiencing that. And sometimes I'll go back to sleep Sometimes the dream will start again, so I wake myself up again. If it happens a couple times, I'll just put that earbud back in and turn the podcast back on. Huh. And that
1: usually knocks me out. Although I guess, you know, most people don't you don't normally start awake, you know. <gasps> What's wrong? Uh oh, I was eating cookies. Mm.
0: <laughs> so I was about to have another
1: one and I knew that was over my calorie budget. <laughs> <laughs> so I said no. Uh, wow, that doesn't sound like fun at all.
0: Oh, well, it it's way, way better than it used to be when I would actually get into them before. Yeah, coming yeah. awake.
1: So I think my my brain has formed a proper reaction to them. You know that what that reminds me of, and I was want to mention this too. I many years ago, um, I was going through a thing where I I was sort of more aware of my dreams as I was having them and. Uh, the idea of lucid dreaming was really huge. Um, what's, what was the group that did the silent lucidity dream song? Silent lucidity. Queensryche. Yeah, Queensryche. It was back in those days. So I decided they sold devices that supposedly helped you recognize that you were dreaming and therefore be aware in your dream. And you put them on at night they were these really um, cumbersome masks <laughs> you wore over your eyes. There were two LEDs in the corners of your eyes that kind of stuck out and like bare wire almost, and it was attached to a battery pack. And <laughs> sounds like the worst sleep study ever. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. And it would uh, detect with your the pressed really up against your eyes. It would detect. Rapid eye movement, and as soon as that happened, the little lights would go bing, 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 and you're supposed to train yourself in your dream when you see these lights go bing, bing, bing to be like, "Oh, I'm dreaming." And what really happened? I don't know if this worked for anybody. What <laughs> happened is it just woke me up and pissed me off. Be <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, bing, bing, what the hell is, is that? Which is very much like sleep <laughs> studies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: What is going on? It's the classic example of an experiment that can't be performed without altering the outcome.
1: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So uh, I failed at my (laughs) – it was just – it was terrible. And I think about it now and I'm like, what was I even thinking? It was the most uncomfortable sleep situation. These things pressing against your eyes with bare wires and some kind of battery pack you had to not roll over on. Right, yeah, so that was my uh, lucid dreaming experience did not go well. <laughs> technology, yeah, you get the tech out of that. yeah, see once again, Gotta switch back to uh, NyQuil or peyote? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, what's going to say about that? Technology, lucid dreams, yeah, I, I still um, I don't know, even even talking about it, I still think I'm like I, I still want to do it. Because <laughs> I think it would be really cool, so maybe I can build something in my basement. Some box hook it up to my face. Some you know. box that looks like a van. Yeah, we well, you know the other thing I have, sleep-wise, that is terrifying, is I have occasional sleep paralysis, and uh, is is this new or no? The stretching it's back it's, long time since I was a kid. Um, where and it's it's people say it's the opposite. It's the sort of opposite um, chemical response is sleepwalking. So sleepwalking, uh-huh. you know, your body wakes up before. No, how's that work? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Um, so in this case, your, your mind wakes up before your body does. Yeah, that's it. So I'm, I'm awake and my body's like, I'm still asleep and I'm, fully conscious of the fact that I'm lying here and I can't move. <laughs> and so normally, and I've talked to other people who've had this too, normally you just end up trying to to try to wiggle your your little pinky or wiggle your toe. If you can get any sort of movement in your body, you instantly go awake. And
0: then you know everything's going to be okay. It yeah. break,
1: breaks the uh, panic cycle. Right. But the panic cycle's there and mm-hmm. I have had this once I had this next to uh, Joe when we were sleeping and I uh, <laughs> just, I was managing to make noise and I, I finally shook myself out of him. I'm like, oh my God. Whew. I uh, just had sleep paralysis. And Joe said, you know, you were making these horrible noises like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I'm like why didn't you do something? <laughs> so annoying, huh? <laughs> Sound like you were really, really in in struggling and in pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Like> I was. <laughs> you
0: need a sleep study.
1: Yeah. Well, it, yeah. It's 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 a uh, it's something that I guess a lot of people suffer from throughout their mm. lives, and uh, it's not very frequent. It's maybe once a year. Mm. So it's just it's really strange.
0: I once woke up once and felt fine. My body was functioning. I thought. And I hopped out of bed and just got extreme vertigo and tumbled to the ground. And the, the room was just spinning and it wouldn't stop spinning. Oh. And it was the most uh, disconcerting feeling. I, 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 one of the most disconcerting feelings I've ever had. And it lasted for several minutes and it just wouldn't stop. And I was just like, is this ever going to stop? Because. Wow, that's not terrible. Just spinning, spinning, spinning. Um, and uh, turns out I had. Pinched a uh pinched a nerve or something in the back of my neck wow. while I was sleeping and uh and and screwed up my sense of balance. And it took my ears a couple of minutes to
1: recover. See, it's it's going back, it's going back to technology again. Mm-hmm. We we turn a lot of weird things happen when we turn off our bodies and minds and go into this like, well, I hope I make it. <laughs> <laughs> and you come out the other side. Sometimes you wake up too soon. And other times you're walking around on the roof asleep. And <laughs> it's. And I don't think they figured it out. I don't think it works quite right. Well, there's lots of things I haven't figured out. That's what's so yeah. great.
0: Is it? We're not done figuring stuff out, and that's exciting. Oh, okay.
1: That's a good takeaway from that segment then. So you ready to move on? Let's move on. Music in Rear View. Yes,
0: it's that time again. Mmm. And I've got another lovely old record for us to listen to. Um, Last week our record was one of the early stereophonic records, and this week is in a similar vein. This record is from 1959, and it's got a very long title. 101 Strings Play the Sugar and Spice. Of Rudolf Frimmel. <laughs> what? You are now making these up. I am not, so not <laughs> making these up. And on the cover are two lovely ladies, one of them with the word sugar above her head and the other with the word spice. Oh, I'm looking at them now. And the lady sugar. With, with the word sugar above her head is just a nice little farm girl sitting on a, maybe she's coming back from Sunday school or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Spice uh, has a red dress on and, and balloons and a shock of red hair. She's holding a little eye mask up near her face. Like she's at a costume party. Oh, yeah. Wow. Who do, what the? But anyway, oh, this is one of those class of records which was put out um, to as an advertisement for stereo records. Oh, okay. Okay. And the back of it is just covered with a bunch of, you know, information on stereophonic sound. It claims that 101 Strings is the world's first stereo scored orchestra. Oh, all right. Let's give it a listen. And we will. Um let's see our first song here. And I've picked the hardest to pronounce songs on this record. <laughs> Excellent. As is my wont. L'amour, toujours l'amour. Okay. Sounds something like this.
1: L'amour, toujours l'amour. That's always love, always love, love, always love. (laughs) Is that the (laughs) loose translation for us there? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I I know my French. (laughs) (laughs) High high school's (laughs) paying off for you. Yeah. Oh, finally. (laughs) So that's that's really cool. You know, something, (laughs) I don't know how to say this without sounding offending to the older. Population, but when I hear stuff like that, and I my mom and dad used to listen to things like this all the time. I always thought how different the world must be. That you were like running to the radio, Who oh, oh, have you heard? What oh, it's the new, the new Rudolf Frimmel, and you put this <laughs> on, and you're like, Oh wow, that I could listen to that all day. It's really it's just a whole different sort of realm of music, right? If, you know what I mean by that? It's like, it's I do. Not,
0: it's well, this is this was you'd come home and instead of figuring out what TV show you're going to watch or what movie you're going to watch which Rudolph Frimo album are you going to play tonight
1: <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i uh but it's just it, it and music is music it's changed throughout the years but i i just sometimes imagine someone getting so excited oh le Mour, toujours le Mour is on i love this yeah. and to me it's like oh it's nice but uh
0: yeah, it's real it's simple orchestration. It's like I just, you know, everything flows into the other thing. It's like a back and forth, intertwined kind of da 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 um very pleasant and very well recorded, certainly for the time. Oh yeah, it sounds thought. good. Sounds great. Um and it says here, well, there's good reason it sounds good. It says right here. This stereophonic thirty-three and a third RPM long-playing record has been mastered employing the Westrex Cutter Head System, driven by driven by a, of course, the Scully lathe.
1: Of course, of course. Now, now I understand. Right, I knew that was. God, I should have known that was a Scully lathe.
0: Okay, wow. and the other thing, other thing about this cover, when I was looking for this record online, uh, I did find a Discogs reference, of course, and we'll have that in our show notes, but I also found it on eBay, and the eBay description claims that Julie Newmar is on the cover of this record. What? No. Julie Newmar of Catwoman fame from the 60s version yes. of the Batman TV show. wow, That that spice is her. Now, I have no way of verifying whether that's true, but there were several of this record on eBay that claimed that same thing.
1: Wow. Oh, yeah. So. You uh, you click Julie Newmar, Sugar and Spice, and that image comes up a lot. So it's either Ooh, it's wow. either actually her, or it's just a Everybody rumor thinks that it is. everyone <laughs> thinks it's her.
0: Right. And they referred to it as a cheesecake cover on eBay. And yeah. I wasn't sure that that
1: was a thing, but
0: apparently that's a thing.
1: It is. It <laughs> is. It, you know, uh, the, I'm not making this up. I wish I was cheesecake sounds great. And he's like, Oh, cheesecake. Wow. Mm-hmm. The male, you know what the male version is? I'm not making this up. Male version is beefcake. Oh yeah. I'm quite aware of that. And I always thought, eh, you really needed to name that different. Cause what is a beefcake? You ever had a beefcake?
0: Have you ever is had a sausage, such...
1: William? <laughs> is that what? It... Well, that's a little personal question. Back well, I college, think they're referring to muscle. Beefcake is uh... referring to oh.
0: muscle. Cheesecake is referring
1: to something softer. Yes, but you know, in the case of a cheesecake, it's an edible substance. Uh, I think of beefcake. I I don't know if I want a beefcake. It's like a cow patty.
0: You have ever had shepherd's pie? <laughs>
1: Yes, I have actually. I quite quite enjoy you. Good shepherd's pie. You win this round, Scott Horn. Let's play another song from this. Okay.
0: Uh, Gianina mia. <laughs> okay. Listen to those lines intertwining.
1: Nice. Nice. Like a waterfall of sound. Yes. I'm reading this is uh from the Firefly, which is uh, his his uh Rudolf Frimmels operetta.
0: Yeah, I believe he was writing most of the stuff in the twenties
1: or thirties. Yeah, that's what uh I seem to be uh seeing in Google. And Gia what is it? <laughs> Gia Nina, Gia. It's, uh, the meaning is, uh, God is gracious hmm. and Mia is mine. So, uh, it could just be my God. <laughs> Someone Why very surprised I... by the strings.
0: <laughs> I was listening to this and I was reminded of, um, um, the great composer, Nigel Tufnell.
1: <laughs> oh yes.
0: Um, yes. It's very tough esque Yeah. And, uh, He kind of talks about this a little bit, so I'm going to play this little clip I have of him talking about um, one of his um, musical compositions.
1: Okay, great. Departure from the kind of thing you normally play. Yeah, well, it's part of a uh, a trilogy, really, a musical trilogy that I'm doing in D minor, which I always find is really the saddest of all keys, really. I don't know why, but it makes people weep instantly to play it. A... It's a horn part. It's very pretty. Yeah, you know, just simple lines intertwining, you know, very much like I'm really influenced by Mozart and Bach, and it's sort of in between, though. It's really, it's like a Mach piece, really. It's, Ooh, what do you it's, call this? Well, this piece is called uh, Lick My Love Pump.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Very classic. similar. I think you can hear the similarities. Oh, very, in very
1: the, In their compositional styles. Yeah. And for all I, mean, for all I know, these, uh, the French and the Italian, maybe that's what it means. Yeah, you mean, Gianina Mia may mean something completely right. Other. That's right. It might might be the same thing, as far as I know. I love the stereophonic stuff. I mm-hmm. really, uh, I, it's just really, I don't know, brings me back to to kind of the stuff my mom and dad listened to. It brings me back to the mute to the movies that were on uh, as I was growing up. They were watching so
0: old old uh, black and white musicals and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: They would just have that swelling, all the all the uh, title cards for all those old movies would just have these swelling orchestras and strings, and it's pretty much the whole title would just be this string yeah. explosion. So. Yeah, this
0: whole record sounds really cinematic. I'm...
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm.
0: I think so too. Well, that's great. Yeah. So kind of a long one, but uh hope that was fun for people.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like it. Good old Rudolf Rimmel. See, I learned a lot from this podcast. (laughs) Me too. About an hour before we do it.
0: (laughs) An hour. (laughs) Luxury. (laughs) So you want to tell people uh, where they can see show notes and how they can contact us?
1: Yes. If uh, you're interested in any of this stuff that happened tonight, um, you can go over to upandovercast.com. You can see us on visit us on Facebook, uh Facebook.com slash up and overcast. And or you can email us at podcast at up com. Fabulous. So yeah. um William, I, I heard you were working
0: on a musical trilogy.
1: What what's that called again? I I am. You know, it's 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 in honor of uh Annette Carpenter. And uh, it kind of goes back to some of some of my old favorite uh, musical acts. There's a, an amazing solo artist who's this great performant art, performance artist you might have heard of. She's very popular right now. The second part is uh, this really rock and roll 1980s New York band uh, you've probably have heard of. And the third part is an homage to George Michael. So in honor of uh, Audrey Annette Carpenter, I... I call this Gaga ga, Goo Goo Wham.
0: So, what label are you going to bring that out
1: on? <laughs> <laughs> it took me 12 hours just to come up with that. You don't have any more jokes in me. <laughs> This record was made by the
0: Miller International Company in Media, Pennsylvania, which I first looked at and I said, I can't believe that's an actual place. (laughs) But I looked it up. Wow. There's a Media, Pennsylvania.
1: Is that where all media comes from? I'm wondering. I think I need to move there. It's the promised land. Yeah.